John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Uh, hey guys, welcome to You Up the Podcast. Squirt Nash, that's what we call you. I hope you know that by now. Um, I haven't really gotten much feedback on the podcast in terms of, like, it's a whole new audience. Yeah. Tom Takar. Yeah. Hey, tweet at us at Tommy Takar at Nikki Glazer at UUPSXM if you're listening to that pod. Yeah. Let us know what you think about the pod. I tr- Yes. Or last week I did it in my bed from a hotel room because uh-huh. we lost the recording that we did together earlier. Oh, and so I had to re record right. it just sitting Damn, in my that bed. That was a good one, too. Yeah, I did. I It we took me so it. many takes because I kept just rambling and saying too much about the sadness that was like happening around me. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I was just like, so guys, let me paint a picture. And I'm like, no one needs Yeah, you should do picture. it on a walk, maybe. I think yeah. laying in bed, you're just, it's easy to, well, to drown and you know in what? your I, real life. You know? Yeah, and I don't, I was thinking about the audio of it. Like, I wanted it to sound good. But there are pieces of podcasts that I enjoy, like murder podcasts where it's like happening in a car. Yeah. And I kind of like that ambiance. And like, I like when you can kind of hear the breeze. So around like street noise, myself. yeah, birds. Yeah, a I'll bird. throw a bird. Throw a bird. In there. Get a bird in your hotel I'll room. Throw a bird. Uh, I always like Sean O'Connor used to have a joke that uh, throwing birds is okay because you're helping them. Yeah, like you're just, it's the only animal you can throw and help. Ian yeah. Finance is here. What's up? How's your butthole? Uh, pretty good. Ian was going to work out a new character on this podcast, um, Chad the Frenchman. Oh, I think he's in the room. Oh, did oh he just, nice. Did he just come in? Uh, hello, yes. Oh, I just okay. got off just, the plane. You just kicked out Ian. Ian, no longer. Chad is the one that needs to be here. Okay, okay. Well, welcome. I don't know how you're affiliated with the show, but... Um. I just wandered in. I heard uh, French are welcome here. So it's, <laughs> this is the U.S. Embassy well, for the French. Well, you got the, the wrong idea. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. No, but oh, I have penis. Oh, we used to love you. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, you know Andrew Collin, hopefully, from the wolf, podcast. Wolf, bark, bark. Yeah, he uh, used to be my dog walker. Now is um, my friend, I guess. What is that? That's the dogs getting hurt. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs are gone now. <laughs> God, I think he might be bad at his job. <laughs> like, I'm going to be honest with you and say that because yeah. there's no passion behind it. He loves dogs, but I think he might not be the most responsible yeah, person. Yeah, the love is out of his eyes for those dogs. Yeah, I mean, he's moving they just on. They look like little dollar signs to him. Yeah. <laughs> So here's the deal with Andrew. Um, you should go see him at the Tank Theater, August 8th, 9.30 p.m. show. He is doing a one-man show, and we're all going to be there in support, and it's going to be hilarious. He's just, uh, we're going to let him just talk for an hour, I guess, is what that is. We're, we're going to be sitting in the splash zone. <laughs> he has a lisp, everyone. Uh, so here is how I met uh, our beloved Andrew Collin. Yeah, it, it, it was really fun. It was a really fun podcast. Yeah. They brought me on. Now I you're told, being modest. No, I talked about. Man, I killed it on there. I killed it. I mean, I did fucking murder, you know? Okay. They let me showcase, you know? They don't hold me back like you guys do, you know? <laughs> I know. Really, oh, wow. I came out hard, and they were fucking digging I believe it. it. We <laughs> bully you on this show. And listen, you keep showing up. You don't have to. You must That's like it. That's a good it. point. I do yeah. like it. I do. You're like a sick fuck. I am a sick it. fuck. I like getting beat the shit out of it. It makes me happy. But, um, Andrew, okay. But yeah, no, it was really fun. And uh, they brought me on because I'm the dog whisperer and uh, dog oh, walker. Oh, right. And they, like they thought you were a dog expert. Yeah, they thought I knew a lot about dogs. And then I told the story about how 
we met and how you took a picture of me walking a dog with wheels. And now, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Nikki took a picture of me six years ago walking a dog with wheels and he, put it on Instagram. He walked a dog in my neighborhood that had wheels for legs, and I always saw this dog being walked. <laughs> and I thought one day I'm going to snap a picture of that on Instagram. Because my point is, in Chelsea, everyone's so rich that instead of putting their dog down, they just put wheels on it. Like, they just add another wheel because they, they, they're selfish and they don't want their dog to just die, which it's supposed to, because it has wheels for legs now. Hey, man, if my legs go out, buy me some fucking wheels. No, you're don't going kill down. Me. Of course. <laughs> no way. Because you're a person. Your but, like, this dog doesn't want to be alive. Like, euthanize it. Like, yeah, just let it go. It was, it was a big go. dog, too, that I had to put in a harness. It, was, it wasn't easy. Oh it was my like god! I pounds, only... and it was so Jesus. depressing. So when I would take it in, it would like I'd have to take it out of wheels, and it would just glide across, like slide across the floor every day. Aww. I had to deal with that. I mean, Aww. deal with that. I deal. With I mean, it. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. Did they pay you extra for wheels? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe really? like five dollars more. It was that's bullshit. Yeah, I know. I know, and then I when would it, definitely it would, paid you extra. It would pee on itself, and then uh, and, and on my hand while it, because I don't know, because I was trying. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was uh, it, it was um. But you got a picture of me. You you thought I looked like a star. I think it was more about me than the dog. No, I was just trying to get a picture of this guy. <laughs> I thought it was your dog. Like I just saw this guy. I you meant nothing to me when I took it. Like I, you could have been an old woman. I didn't know you from anyone. But then I. I took a picture because I used to just take pictures of people on the street on Instagram like all the time. And I posted this one and um, and people wrote back to me being like, hey, that's a comedian. Like other comics were like, that's Andrew Collin. And I was just like, <laughs> who? Like, I don't when you I don't say know. my name as you. You give it a little bit of Andrew Collin. There's there's an attitude. <laughs> in it. And um, it's Andrew T. Collin. And so I uh, and then. I thought nothing of it. I didn't really care. I guess I started following you then just to be nice because I was like, he could be mad. I just took a picture of him and posted it. Like, I think that's because you go, I think you recently he's like, I think you followed me that day because it was was, was like, no, I was just trying to like diffuse any you suing me um, for taking a picture. Like, I didn't pay. Like, I didn't even know. I think I followed him. And then this guy started showing up in my feed. And I was like, who is this? I don't even know who this guy is like at all. Like, I didn't remember who you were from the follow at all. It's me. And then. And then I and then people started saying like, I feel like, and I was moving to New York, and then I remember there was this dog walker in my neighborhood who I took, and I was like, who is that guy? And then I asked around, and they were like, it's probably Andrew Collin. And then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, I'm following him. And then I reached out to you and was like, do you want to walk my dogs? I'm moving to town. <laughs> and I thought, there's no way six years later this guy's still walking dogs. Yeah, He's probably like has me. a writing <laughs> job. That's what you wrote to me. You go, there's you're not there's you're not still walking dogs, are you? And I was like, more than ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's going really well. <laughs> I'm more dog. <laughs> Have more dogs by far, <laughs> like ninety ten. That was how I met Andrew, and up next is a pup sensation, soon to be worldwide famous, like person you're gonna know her name, Charlotte Lawrence. I um I fangirl out a little bit in this one. She is twenty, no, she's eighteen, and I wanted her to think I was cool. She did <laughs> ultimately. She really did. Like we, she writes I L Y when we DM, oh, which is the, the teen's way of being like, just you're like, oh, you're great. Like I love, like it's, doesn't mean I love you. Yeah, I love oh, you. Okay. I thought really? it was like the um, prescription um, <laughs> pharmaceutical brand yeah. for a little bit. I L L Y, and I was like confused. Like she wants me, but uh, it is. <laughs> 
medicated. I love you. Medicated. Um, so this is Charlotte Lawrence with um, a performance. I want you to listen to this because it's it's special. Charlotte Lawrence in studio. What was the first? When was the first time you started writing music? Oh my gosh, I was like eleven or twelve years old, and I would write full love songs. <laughs> like to on the who? piano to nobody, but I'd be like, my first song that I ever wrote, it was like, you crashed a ship in the sea of love. Like it was Ooh, horrible, horrible. Good. It was like a full deep love uh, song at like good. 11, 12. And I was like, I would cry when I sang it. I would feel it. And everybody's like, what the fuck is this coming from? Like, how is she doing God. this? <laughs> That is incredible. And even, I'm like, I love those lyrics. I like, <laughs> I'm on board on with that, that song. And I know it sounds, too, but like uh, that, it, that is another thing. It's like, as a, uh, as a comedian, I'm always writing so literally. And like, if I write my feelings, it's like, I'm trying to be so specific. And I think that when you write a song, you have to be specific, but also you have to write a beautiful lyric. Like it just, whenever I try to write, write poetry or anything, I just feel stupid and it just doesn't <laughs> sound as good. But like, how do you write? What's your process? Well, Does the melody come first? Does the lyrics? It all depends. But you know, a lot of times I will write about an entire story. Like an entire song will be just one day of every event that happened. And like, I'll do it a little bit more cryptic that you yeah. know, the guy that I'm writing about won't be able to tell. But yes. a lot of times it, I'll come in feeling super angry at a friend or that I lost, you know, a bracelet that morning, like anything, anything. Yeah. It could be about anything, but wait, I'll you come can write in. a song about losing a bracelet. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, if I'm like really angry and I go into a session angry, even if my life and yes. friends and boys, whatever, yeah. is great. If I feel angry in that moment, I'll write an entire angry song based off of that feeling in my head, and I'll roll with it. Like I... it's like. It's all different every time. Also, it's like if I have a really annoying session or if it's in the morning or if, if something like happened, I don't want to go to it, which I know is bad to say, but you know, it's hard to <laughs> keep on writing songs like five hours a day. Yes. Um, you know, I I'll think be angry and I'll write a song about that or like sad or whatever. It's kind of like me when I go into like I go to therapy and sometimes the days that I don't want to go to therapy where I'm like, I have nothing to talk about. I hate this. I'm spending that's wasting when you money. Go that's when you it. go yeah. and you like end up crying and like having some breakthrough. 100%. But that's I love that you can say that like, yeah, I lose a bracelet because I've felt dramatic <laughs> over losing something. And it's usually not about the bracelet. And I think that's what you're getting at is yeah. that it's usually there's something deeper there's there. There's some deeper feeling. And then if just something sparks it, no matter how good my life is or how, you know, great of a day I had, if I feel that feeling when I'm listening to music that, you know, people in the room and I am creating, I'll just go off of that feeling. Because, you know, you don't accept your feelings. And I use sessions as a sort of therapy like I literally will go in and I'll tell all my problems to this producer and then we'll write a song about it and then I feel relieved after and I get to get it out in a song and I get to sing it and feel empowered by it you know oh my god it's everything that I want <laughs> being a pop star to be and you're describing it and you're living it because that is how I feel when I listen to your music it is cathartic for me and makes it makes me access my feelings in a way that I didn't even know I could or wanted to when I first started listening to you and um and you're really special and you really do something for me like uh, emotionally and creatively Thank and you. but it, it you're right like I I approach jokes the same way which is like I well, well I want to talk to you about like writing we're gonna have you perform like in mere seconds and I can't <laughs> I just want to know your process um when you write a song about a boy like that's that's my those are my favorite songs <laughs> because obviously because my dream like if I could like re 
imagine my life. I would be a pop star and I would sing songs about boys and like they would be in the room and like know it's about them, but like not really know. But like, <laughs> but like would, they know. But they know. <laughs> you know they know. <laughs> like, do you love that? Do you relish that when oh you put out God, a song and you're it. like, oh, it's about this guy I'm not even talking to anymore well, and he's going to yeah. hear it and he's going to feel so bad and I love Have I mean, you performed it in story. front of them before? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. this is what I'm going to oh, say. Oh, good. Funny yes. stories. I recently had my first concert in LA. And it was so much fun, but I invited a bunch of my friends, you know, one being a guy that I'm seeing, I mean, or was seeing, one being a guy that I used to see that <laughs> I was like madly obsessed with, sure. you know, just a group of guys. And I was like, I don't know if this is dangerous that I'm inviting like many past and current <laughs> flings to the same show yeah. in the same position. Yeah. But anyways, I'm singing on stage and the song that I was singing just released on the album like uh, two days before that show. Yeah. And um, it's a song called I Bet. And I completely forgot that it was 100% about this boy in the audience. And I say, I like in the song, I describe like where he's from. Like it's very <laughs> obviously about him. And I'm singing it. I'm sitting on the chair, like vibing with myself, so happy singing it. And then it all hits me. And I just closing eyes, stare at him in the audience <laughs> oh during the rest God. of the song. Just like so scared, just staring at him, like saying the line about like his hometown and stuff, just oh looking at him like, God. oh my God, oh my God, wow. oh my God. Because <laughs> it hit me in You're the like, middle of performing. Can I change Wichita to Tucson? <laughs> Is going to work? Uh, You're trying to think of another. <laughs> That's nuts. So I was like, oh my God. But I know what you're saying. Like, you, And it's so funny because I think people would go like, well, didn't you know when you started that song, like that's who it's about and that's who's in the room. But like sometimes I'll be doing a joke that's about some guy that hurt me and I've written some like scathing joke. Like I like to call myself the Taylor Swift of comedy. <laughs> I, it's a name I gave myself and I try to like promote it as much as possible. But now I'm going to be the Charlotte Lawrence of comedy because I, uh -huh. I really, I write jokes about guys who have hurt me and they're usually comedians. So sometimes they'll be in the back they'll of the room there, waiting yeah. to go on and I'll be in the middle of it and I go, oh shit, like this is about him and it's too <laughs> mean. Like sometimes the joke hasn't softened like, yet. Never mind. Yeah, and I'll change it because I'm like, it's too mean and I do it when you're not here but I don't want to do this in front of you yeah. but I know that you feeling. Know. <laughs> yes, because they do know but I love that they were there. I love yeah, that. And fun. um and And God, I... Uh, you being just 18 and like embarking on womanhood and, and men hurting you, I'm really excited um, for all. Of, I'm, I'm not excited, <laughs> excited for you for to, get hurt, to get hurt, but like I'm excited what it will bring to my life when you do get devastated <laughs> by all the disappointing <laughs> men who are going to be in your future because it's inevitable. Um, I hope you don't find love soon. That, Thank that's you. The last I'll thing really love. try just for you. <laughs> I'll really push myself. That's, that's the best thing you can say to a pop star is like, or like a singer songwriter is like, I, I hope, hope no one ever broken. loves you. Uh. <laughs> no, ever. Ever. Yeah, exactly. I hope every man who you think is going to be something disappoints you so violently <laughs> that you are inspired, inspired to do an album. Um, what song are you going to do for us first? Um, do you want to do Wait Up first? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> this one's fun. I love this one so much. I did it. This is again about the boy that was in the audience, but this one yes. is not as, it's not as obvious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everyone looks bored here, but I can't go home. So hide in the corner where the loners go Put a drink to my lips till the music's good 
And I can't find your eyes yet But I wish I could Slowly take me from my body Save me from this fucking party Hey, I can't leave till I feel your heartbeat Till I feel your heartbeat I'll wait up I'll wait up for you I'll wait up But not cause I need to I'll wait up I'll wait up for you I'll wait up But not cause I need to Don't you make me repeat it Cause I don't do this much But you keep me from leaving So don't mess this up Don't mess this up Don't mess this up No Slowly take me from my body Save me from this fucking party Hey, I can't leave till I feel your heartbeat Till I feel I need to I'll wait up I'll wait up for you I'll wait up But not cause I need to But not cause I need to But not cause I need to I'll wait up for you Slowly take me from my body I'll wait up I'll wait up for you I can't leave till I feel your heartbeat I'll wait up for you I've ever performed this song before. That was amazing. I mean, honestly, before 11 in the morning. Here's Charlotte Lawrence with another song. This one's called Sleep Talking. Yes. Telling me you love me, but I've heard it before. Staying out till the morning, I can hear the door. Telling me you're different, but you're just like the rest I can smell all the whiskey and the smoke on your breath I don't think you know this, but you're so predictable Texting her behind my back and acting like I don't But I already know Oh, yeah, I already know this Cause you've been talking in your sleep Oh, and you've been messing around on me 
thought I told you once before Oh, I guess you wasn't listening So I'll wait till the morning Might just say you're sleeping Won't give you a warning Just know that I'm leaving You've been talking in your sleep Oh, and you've been messing around on me On me That you want me, that you want me back. Wanna talk me sober? No, won't do that. Swear that you're different, but you're still like the rest. Don't wanna talk it over. Now I don't think you know this, but you're so predictable. Texting her behind my back and acting like I don't, but I already know. Oh, yeah, I already know this Cause you've been talking in your sleep Oh, and you've been messing around on me I thought I told you once before Oh, I guess you wasn't Texting girls behind my back and acting like you don't, but I already know. Oh, yeah, I already know. Cause you've been talking in your sleep. Oh, and you've been messing around on me. I thought I told you once before. That song is called Sleep Talking. Uh, what was the song that you played before that? Wait Up. Wait Up. Uh, I mean, just two incredible performances. Thank you. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> that was Charlotte Lawrence. I hope you enjoyed it. And next up is, we're switching gears a little bit. Um, we're going to be talking some anal with Lisa Traeger <laughs> and room. Sabrina Jalees. What do you have to say about anal, Ian? I love it. You love How's it. How's your butthole? Da, 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 da. I love it. Do you love giving or receiving? Giving. Giving. I've received, but just like once every election.
election cycle. Oh, God, that's right. That's right. I remember that. Uh, okay. So when are you up for a new receiving? Are you registered? Yeah, I'm registered <laughs> in every state, every district. He goes to his local middle school. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, Sir, we There's told a you treasury come election coming up. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, when when do you do? When was the last one you do? Uh, you don't have to tell us. Probably 2016. 2016. Okay, yeah. so we're 17. All right. Minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> 2017 minutes ago. <laughs> um. All right. So we're gonna talk anal uh, with Sabrina Jalees and Lisa Traeger. Enjoy it. Softer Dicks are things. softer. I, I agree. I've had many things up, like my ass, like <laughs> toys and dicks, like just one dick, one dick, but like um, multi- different times. But like, yeah, it's um, it feels fucking great. Have you ever done it? No, I don't think I can have a well enough diet to participate. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I will say <laughs> the anal's just off the table for me. I really want to empanada. Empanadas are on I've... the table. <laughs> anal's are off. <laughs> <laughs> that is the thing I've been wanting to write to porn stars and be like, what What do you do before oh, a shoot so to make sure you're cleaned out? So woodrocket.com is the site where they go to the, all the exoticas and porn conventions and then they ask all these women, all of the uh, dudes too, they ask all these porn stars questions and then they edit it into episodes. Okay. So it'll be like, what was your first dance set like? What'd you get into porn? And it's um, edited of all these porn stars a- oh, cool. answering. Yeah. So one of them what is, is this? Where do you find Wood it? Woodrocket. Woodrocket, okay. So And the segments ask a porn star and one of them is what's your anal like prep meal or what's your thing yeah wow. and they all talk about it and some of them are like you know eating clean they're i mean they're all enemying all the time that's they're the thing. constantly putting up enemas and so are my gay dude friends they enema constantly yeah i think that's yeah. like a common thing well, yeah i do i do i know that you're supposed to use enemas and um but i'm wondering if like the best way like if i wanted to have like well, the anal thing is, they're all different that's the thing like some of them don't eat and they like to like stop eating and don't eat at all for and then like 24 them, hours or how many yeah, hours yeah and then one of them eats chicken and waffles every time before her anal scene the night before. What? A lot of them, because it'll go right through her. Yeah, you want stuff that's going to go right through, so it depends on your body, like Annika Albert. Like they, so they all have a different kind of method on what they do. Interesting, yeah, I think that- But I they've like- also all shat on someone, because they said what, there was one um, segment where it was like, um, what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you? It's always shitting. It's so much shitting. Well, I've shit on, um, I've shit during anal sex probably like four or five times. Like it, it just is going to happen, especially if wow. it's like, if it's um, mm. spur of the moment where it's just like, you're going to get this now and you don't have a Because a lot of times with my ex-boyfriend, like if we were going <laughs> to if we were gonna do <laughs> Pinky it. Pinky spur of the moment. Yeah. like well, You have no choice. Well, th- sometimes that's hot. It's like, you're going to get it in the ass and you're going to take it. And I'm just like, no. But like secretly I yeah. want it. And I'm like, I might have. But just to be clear have... for all of the men, it's a good, it's like the right. role play No, this it. is, yes. This is obviously like the sub dom role play. But like I, um. <laughs> Because a lot of times we would be having sex and then I could tell that he was like gearing up to go do that or like we were maybe going to toy with doing some anal. Like I would say anal happened probably 4% of the times we had sex. Like it would be a thing. And a lot of those times I would be like, my he knew my cue of like, no, there's probably shit in there. It was just like... No, I don't know. I just said, I would just be like, I'd be like, please, like there were different level versions of no, like right, like if I was like the tide we, is high. I, if I was like, 
Yeah. No one go to the if beach. If I was like, yeah. Love, love nautical on this show. If, if I was like, you know, if I would be like, please no. Like if I'd be like a real, like a glazer, no. Like no. Like he knew not to. But if I was like, no. Like there's different. Yeah. Sometimes though, I would be like, we'll find out. Like I want to just, because some, like the thing is, like sometimes you think you're totally clear and you're not. And I always think about that with porn stars because every time I watch, I watch pretty much 100% anal porn. Like, I love it. And um, I'm always fascinated. Like, there must be blooper reels. Oh, yeah. That's the big thing why it's, like, so dangerous for men to watch porn because they don't understand that they're probably doing two enemas. They're cleaning out. Like, it is a true process. And so if you're going to have anal in real life, you need to grow up and know there's going to be shit on the table. That is the thing. There there will be shit. And um, one time, (laughs) my worst. (laughs) There will be. That's a good movie. (laughs) There will be shit. (laughs) <laughs> well, there was one time that I used an enema and because um, generally I would just like wing it, you know, and I'd be fine. Like I got lucky a, a handful of times, like my first times where it was just like, I guess I just am not going to produce shit when this is happening, even though I know that that's what my body does and yeah. I haven't done anything to prepare, you know. But one time I was like, I'm going to get an enema and just like be really cleaned out for a good sesh. And I was seeing my boyfriend who I hadn't seen in a while. We were getting a hotel room. It was like Christmas. We were broken up, but like we were both in in St. Louis, like with our families. We were going to meet up in this hotel. And I was like, there's going to be anal head. And I got an enema. And I hope my parents, if you're listening, we turn off the radio right now because I don't want you to hear the story because it involves like you were present kind my of My parents thing. turn on the radio. Yeah, yeah turn, turn it, it up. up. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, and I didn't know this, like, if you do an enema, you're not supposed to just buy one and do one. Like, you need to do it, like, 11, you need to buy, like, 11 Whoa. enemas. Because mm. it, it, like, the first, Andrew, I don't like those sounds you make when you agree with me. <laughs> it, Andrew will just go, mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he God, just... he sounds like Pete Lee kissing. <laughs> yes, yes, it's the same. And it's, it's, it's okay, Andrew, like, I don't mean to shame you for it, but, like, I can't tolerate noises, like, I'm that sorry. men make where they go. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm eating mm. chips. So I'm sorry. <laughs> so it was it was like Christmas. I was at my sister's place. There was like a new baby there, like our, her their, her in law's baby. Everyone's downstairs, and I was like, I gotta go put in this enema because I'm gonna go have anal like right after this. So I went up in my sister's bathroom, and I had my butt in the air. Like I sh- like you put it in, and then you lay on the ground and put your butt in the air so that it like runs through you, and then you like. Get shit it all out and you like have a watery shit storm well let me just say that you need to use more than one enema because yeah. I-, I thought I was fine and not only like it was so funny that I was trying to prevent shit from happening but I just stirred it up and <laughs> it was such a nightmare oh, and I hadn't no. seen we were broken up I hadn't seen him in a while I was like I'm gonna be like porn star clear for this fucking anal sesh and it was such a ma- it was your it body was, was still mad at him uh, no, like <laughs> that it, was it. maybe that's a, a good point <laughs> but like it was not it would have been better if I'd done nothing like by far and I and, and luckily with him we've been together at that point for you so just long threw water up there 
I literally just threw water there, like, but you need to do at least four or five, and I only did one. So it was just like, it's like if you're brushing your teeth and you spit once, you still have all the stuff in your mouth. Like, you need to wash it out. Like, you need to get water. And so that is what I learned that, like, I I did my research enough to be like, get an enema, but you need to buy, like, a stack of, which is weird to walk up to Walgreens counter with nine (laughs) enemas. They, like, know what's going on. There's a married porn star couple that I'm kind of obsessed with, and they uh, put a photo of their bathroom cabinets and it's all enemas and butt wipes yes it's like a whole drawer yeah i um i'm looking forward to someday really doing it right and being like there's like to have anal sex without fearing that you're gonna shit must be the greatest feeling in the world and i have not achieved it yet i always am worried i'm gonna shit next up on the podcast we're still with um sabrina and lisa and this is when my mom calls in and um you have one of those moms that like is just over apologetic and just thinks that, you know, a lot of people don't go to therapy and, and get help for the thing that makes them care what other people think about them. So they just grow old with it. Like it just worsens as opposed to like when you get older, you're supposed to like not care as much. Mm-hmm. My mom cares a lot. Too much. And so sometimes, and she's sweet and she just, she wants, she doesn't want anyone to be mad at her. And so she, this is when she um, uh, had one of those moments with Sabrina. Enjoy it if you can. Mom, how's it going? Oh, pretty good, Nikki. How's it going over there? <laughs> oh, it's great. Andrew Collin is in uh, studio in New York with Tom Takar holding down the fort. Uh, Lisa Traeger and Sabrina Jaliz are in Los Angeles with hi, me. Hi. Hey, Heidi. Hi, Sabrina. I haven't heard from Sabrina for a while. How are you? Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. I'm. Uh, I'm good. Hi. How are you? Great. I saw the pictures of your baby girl. She's adorable. It's a little boy, Wolfie, but (laughs) maybe it is a girl. You know, um, a tarot card reader told Shauna that um, her baby's trans, so it could be a girl. Really? Oh, my God. But she said it in a really weird way. She said it. She was like, uh, your baby's either a very good, very, very good looking, a brilliant inventor or transsexual. And it's like, like why can't, can't be just both. give the, exactly? Yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? That's oh, so. Sabrina, I'm sorry. I really didn't. I I, I just saw this beautiful. No, child. you couldn't. All babies. Said it to someone who cares less. <laughs> yeah, you really don't couldn't. Look like genders. I I would be so mad if I accidentally like fucked up. Like was like, you have a beautiful girl, and they're like, it's a boy. It's like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? It's a it's, baby. It's like a dog at that right. point. It's like yeah. it doesn't. The gender doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I just um, did it, so sorry about that. You really <laughs> fucked up, Mom. But nobody got You're mad really at you. You're really in a hole now. No, but nobody oh, got mad at you. God. Right, no. Oh, no one got mad at you. I'm being mad. Oh, great. <laughs> well, Nikki, oh my God, this show. Sabrina, what do you think of this show? It's so awesome, and Nikki's a natural. And it's I don't so, even I know what show you're talking about. I think you're, you're talking, talking about, about Nikki's show. I'm talking about your show, Nikki. Yeah, she's this so casual, and it's fun, and it's like, I want to listen to it. It's really fun. Yeah. It's. I also yeah. want to know how it's been with, um, which dog did you get, Luigi? Oh, yeah. She got Marion, actually. Oh, you got Marion. I yeah. saw her swimming. It was Yeah, nice. that was my mom who was, like, <laughs> sending her to the shore. <laughs> yeah, how's Marion? Wait, was that real? <laughs> that was, no, that was, well, no, that was the other dog. That's that was Wiley. <laughs> Marion, like, really bulked up. Mary has really changed. So what are you jealous. feeding her? Other dogs? I love this hilarious moment that nobody knows. It's like you've got to know the size of two dogs. <laughs> Wait a second. Mom, how, how is Marion? 
She's great. She's awesome. She's uh, everybody that meets her uh, loves her and wants to steal her. So you know oh. that's a problem. So they want to steal her. Watch, but, yeah, people want her. Like, uh, my what are you talking about? Well, Susie, my brother's girlfriend came and stayed for the weekend, and she's like, "I can I just take her? Because would Nikki care if I really took her to Cincinnati?" And I'm like, "Well, we care, kind of, but." Um, you know, but she wants to steal the dog. It's and- funny that that's people's instincts when, like, it's like a compliment. People do it to, uh, I mean, I feel like you guys have probably said it about Wolfie. Like, I just want to yeah. steal him. And it's like, don't um, do that. No, that happens a lot <laughs> yeah. with, with with Marion because she is so, like, you could just carry her anywhere yeah. and just take her. Like, people always do want her and want to take her. And I tried forever She's for someone to do dog. that. <laughs> And finally, yeah, she is. She's so she's just easy, and she is ugly, and people people love her a lot, though. But um, is she sleeping in your bed any longer? No, she sleeps in. I got a little bed for her, and it's right next to my bed, and she stays in it, and she just looks at me until I get up out of bed and waits for me. So she's so cute. God, I miss her so much. She's so stupid. Um, I don't, mom. I don't think she misses you. Oh, no. what the hell? <laughs> wow. Cold that was really mean. <laughs> oh, God, Damn. I'm just kidding. That was my mom and closing out the podcast this week. Very strong. I love this story because it's has all the elements of uh, it's sad and it's, it's scary spooky. and it's funny and it's yeah. spooky and Ooh. it's a killer story. I'm glad we yeah. saved it for Literally. the end. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Lizzie Cooperman with a creaky, scary, spooky story. It's not like a ghost story. We oh, should yeah, clarify. Yeah. There's no, there's no ghosts. If you are triggered by ghosts in any way, you are safe in this story. So, uh, uh, yeah, this is this is wild. Another thing we talked about when we were high was how I had an Uber <laughs> driver who was a murderer. <gasps> what? Dude, dude, we dude, I, am, I was squirt, going squirt, to want to talk about it. I didn't I know if you were remember. okay with it. I think Can we so because please, this is... This, this is, is going to be Noah. Mark this for the Instagram podcast story. because this is a story. <laughs> okay, so I was taking. I went to a wedding this weekend. I get into the Uber. It's an older guy, and he's like, "Well, forty-five minute drive." He's like, "Luckily, I have lots of stories." And I'm like, "Oh, oh great! That's the worst. I can't wait." So we're driving, and he's like, "Yeah, my dad was a mobster. He's like a player, a gambler, a murderer." And then he's, and then a couple of minutes later he goes, and I'm just like my dad. And I go, well, except that last part. And he goes, what part? And I go, the murdering part? And he gives me a look in the rear view mirror and he goes, let me tell you something. <laughs> like he changed the subject. Oh my God. Dude. So then he's telling me stories about the mob and how he's he, an older man, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He kept going, I'm 85 years old, but. Even so, like the stuff he was telling me about breaking people's legs with baseball bats, oh just like God. they were just cute stories. It would go from that to like Damn. him telling me about a coin collection. And I'm like, okay, this is we all in. Yeah. This is his full life. So then. Let me just say, interject yeah. just for the story purpose, because I know it's coming up. At one point, he was talking about something interesting, and you go, hey, can I record this? Because yeah. he, he was not gotten to the breaking legs, I'm right. a hitman type thing. That 
did happen, and I was recording, but I didn't tell him. Right. <laughs> then when he started tell, talking about JFK, I go, I have to record. I was like, I'm going to record this just to let you know. Because that I was like, oh, I kind of want to post this because it, it was funny. Yeah. And he, so he let me record the stuff about JFK. Then he keeps talking. And then for some reason, he starts really opening up to me. Like, he looks in the rearview mirror and he goes... I can tell a lot about you. Like, he was like, you seem like a really cautious person. And he was kind of telling me, like, the vibe he got off me. Yeah. He was like, you and need to goes, take up more space. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, let me tell you something. I lied before earlier. And I said, what? And he said, I have killed people. What? what? I'm not kidding. And then he goes, let me ask you something. What's your definition of a friend? And I go, I was so freaked out. I was like, what someone who won't kill you and he goes I go what's your definition of a friend he goes look he's like if I'm in if I'm in New York and there's some or if I'm in LA I got a friend in New York I can call if I want someone dead I call and say kill that son of a bitch and he'll do it no questions asked that's and then a he friend pauses and he goes you know that kind of friendship and then it's like turn left on <laughs> she has a recording Jesus. of this it's insane what this is it's terrifying. the funny it must be chill. I have no, a recording I would be of fucking that. terrified that's so crazy then he drops oh. me off looks at me and goes delete those recordings oh wait no 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 because oh, before that he notices something about you what was it that oh, you got no. uncomfortable oh yes okay so there was a moment where it got uncomfortable and I was like I I don't fight I don't know what to do and that's where I feel like was my be- like I should have just been like oh that's so crazy your stories are crazy but instead I was like yeah I'm I don't really feel comfortable talking about this you said I kind that of like yeah because yeah. I did become uncomfortable and I was like I don't want you giving me any more information yeah I don't like yes. like in retrospect maybe it would have been better to have the information but at the time yeah. I was like I'm in the car with a murderer I need to get out I don't know what's about to happen yeah this is so, so crazy he, <laughs> he pulls over he turns back to me and he goes delete those recordings and I go I will I will I grab my suitcase out of the trunk um shout out to Jared Logan whose suitcase I brought uh, <laughs> hell yeah uh, I, very funny Clang, Jared Logan <laughs> <laughs> So then I get out of the car and I'm I look back at him and I smile really big and I wave like, <laughs> like we're friends. Yeah. I go into the airport and I'm shaking. I'm like, I don't know what to do. If I report him to Uber, he's gonna go, Well, now I have to kill her. Right. She knows my story. Yeah, this is crazy. So I go to the this and wedding. She knows where she lives. Right. Yeah. Fuck. I go to this wedding. I couldn't even have sex with any of the grooms when I was so <laughs> <laughs> Totally. <laughs> But that's the real crime here. They all wanted to. I'm kidding. <laughs> so then, on my, I get back and I drove back with a really funny comedian, Dave Ross. And we were Love talking Dave about Ross. it. I was like, he's amazing. He's the best. And I was like, boy. maybe I'll just like call the FBI, like on the way home. And then I was like, what if this is nothing? Like, what if like I didn't know what to do? So I came back to LA. I stayed at Dave's because I was afraid to go home. Mostly I was afraid I was going to go home and there would be like some, his friend yeah. like waiting in the bushes. <laughs> right. Or I was telling Nikki that I would start my car and it would blow up. Oh, I totally understand <laughs> yes, that fear. Yeah, I understand completely. Because yeah. he saw her get something out of the yeah. car before she went into the Uber. So he knows her car. He knows. And yeah, he's an old Jesus. man driving an Uber. But like if <laughs> no, he's a hitman type guy, shit. they they pay attention to that yeah. shit. Yeah. 
What if his so best friend, the... his friend, was like really obnoxious, like wearing a BFF bracelet? Yeah, <laughs> we're like, friends, and he's yeah. also ninety. <laughs> he's yeah, like yeah, in a yeah, wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love. He Mario. strangles <laughs> you with the BFF. <laughs> yeah, necklace. I like the idea that every friend request he sends on Facebook, he's like, you know, that by accepting this, you have to murder people <laughs> on my behalf. <laughs> <laughs> I am like honestly dying to post the story in my Instagram stories uh, with the video of him. Yeah. But I feel like it would be, but anyway, so I go to the, I was like, I'm not going to report him to the police because they said I couldn't remain anonymous if I reported to the police. Like they would have to ask him about this incident. Yeah. (sighs) So I go to a detective and they literally treated me like I was lying. Like I went to the LAPD and the woman at the front desk goes, "Uh uh-huh, sure you met a murderer. And I go, no, he told me he was a murderer. And she was like, right. Right. She's like, you don't think he was trying just doing that to act macho? And I go, would you say this to someone if they had been raped? Yeah. I love that you wow. said that to her. Because what a fucking, excuse my yeah. French, look hunt. <laughs> I wanted to say skunt for some reason, and I don't know why. What a skunt. Skunt <laughs> is a great, skunt. let's use that. Let's use that. What a skunt. She's, She's like a, a skunt. Like, you know what I've started? If this, if this is the first line of, def- like, right. before you get to go report something, you're dealing with this woman who's like, and she said some other shit, too, that was like, he doesn't look like a murderer. Uh, it's like, what the was, fuck? That was the actual detective came out. What? She goes, he doesn't seem seem. He, she came that. out. So then the women, women, by the way. Out. Yeah, yeah the actual detective. People. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God it was not a the guy. The actual detective came out, and I go, just to let you know, the woman at the front desk basically treated me like I was lying. Good. Just to let you know. Good job. I was like, you shouldn't treat people that way yeah. when they're coming to you with an emergency. So she looks him up, and she, she goes, well, I'm going to run a background check. She comes back, and she goes, honey, she's like, this guy is a jail custodian. And I'm like, As if that means so? anything? Yeah. He's not going to have Hitman on his resume. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, you're right. It does say kills people on this file. Right. I want to I want to reach out to the listener 1844comedy9. If you have any advice or like insight into what this could be or what we should do with this or what I just I want to hear from someone who maybe has some knowledge about any of these topics about like meeting a murderer. But I also don't want like I right. also don't want to be connected to it. Sure. So like yeah, but I just wanted to hear if there's like maybe right. someone that has had a similar story where they're no. met with like yeah. First of all, I think we gotta I know, kill this guy. I think it's the only I think way that's out the, now. The, hey, I'm your friend um, in New York. <laughs> oh my god. This is okay, crazy. so then. <laughs> 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 You guys are in New York. So then, hey, there's someone who was rude to me at a taco hey, truck. You gotta go. Yeah. Hey, a friend is somebody who will roast anybody. If I'm in LA, you're in New York, you'll roast them yes. for me. Hey. Well, the thing is, someone was saying at this barbecue yesterday that these hitmen, they can get it done get so cleanly and do it so easily that, like, there are hits out for people. Hitmen will do jobs for $500. They're like comedians. Like, Dude. there's always someone who will do it cheaply. I just remember, well, this is crazy. My uh, my grandpa, my great grandpa hired a hitman to kill my uh, great grandma. And it was what? And he was called. He, the reason she found out is that this guy calls her and she's like, hey, your husband hired me to kill you. There's $5,000 under your mattress to prove it. And she looked and there was five grand under there. <gasps> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I that know he was like going to collect after related. he yeah. killed her? Yeah, and he was, I only accepted the job because if I didn't take it, then he would Someone call somebody else. Someone else would, else. and yeah. he would die. I don't know. what That's like wow. very loosely related, but I just remember wow. that crazy Dude, you story. wouldn't exist if that happened. 
No, my mom was already alive. Okay, well then I then it, okay. Never mind. I take that back. But like you, things. But could it's have crazy, been right? Yeah. It's so crazy. Any These of killers, us could they just... can get away with shit easily. He like pushed two of his wives off a mountain or something. And there like got so away with it. many unsolved crazy. murders. And it is not that hard to get away with are my great grandpa. Right. Yes. It's crazy. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. So I mean. So yeah. I, what happened oh, at the police station? So then, so then I go, well, can somebody just meet me at my place to make sure I get in okay? And she goes, we don't provide transportation. And I'm oh like, that's God. not what I'm asking for. Yeah. So all Lizzie Fuck wanted that. was for someone to walk her into her apartment to make sure there wasn't a hitman waiting for yeah. her to return, correct? And they couldn't yes. do that. And then they go, and then we you're don't. Like, I and I, I said, can killed. you just meet me there? And they yeah, go, she goes, can you, they just meet me there? And, and they go, why don't you just have a friend meet you there? And I was like, because my friends don't carry guns. Yeah. What is my friend going to do in the face of a She's monologue? like, it doesn't sound like you have Rough that them. good of friends. <laughs> a monologue. They, or become immediately <laughs> exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that closes us out for the week. Um, if you enjoyed it, please let people know. Um, get on board, subscribe, rate, review, do all that stuff that you need to do. I don't know the details, but that's what I hear on my favorite podcast. And you know what? I don't do it because I'm busy. I do it. I, I make an effort. No, no, no. I do it with the ones that I care about, of yeah, course. Yeah. I, I do. I always try to like give good feedback on things that I love and want to get out there. Um, but yeah, so do that for us. It would mean a lot. And, we love uh, you. Tweet at us. At yep. Europe SXM, at you, Nikki Tom. Glazer, at Tom Dukar, at Ian Finance. Ooh, thank you. Yeah. Finance is here and was yes. here and will be here. Yes. Um, okay, so as you know, at the very um, end of the show where it sounds like I'm wrapping up and most people just turn it off, I reveal a secret Ooh. that I come up with on the spot. I have no idea what the secret is. Let me think of one real quick. Secret song. This is tough. Secret I recently song. got a dick pic sent to me. Ooh. And now my friends and I refer to that person as Baguette. Oh, See you next I week. I know. See you next week. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, he is, wishes. Is this... Uh, Did no. you see my penis? Uh, no, no, no. It wasn't Chad. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't say goodbye to Chad yet. Oh, uh, yes. Hello. Goodbye. We have to say goodbye because then people are going to know there's extra stuff at the end. And, and, and I don't want them to. I want them to like miss this because these are the secrets. All right. Bye, guys. See you next week. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.